are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So how was everybody's weekend, Dolphins fans? What's up? Welcome to Locked On Dolphins. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, Director of Scouting at the DraftNetwork.com, Managing Editor of USA Today's DolphinsWire.com, Lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, and gripping the edge of my MF and seat, thanks to the Deshaun Watson rumors and reports and all that kind of nonsense and poppycock that we'll get into a little bit today, but tomorrow's power to the pod on the show, and I'm sure you guys will have a ton of of questions pertinent to all of these rumors and what the Dolphins could do and if the Dolphins are even interested, and there's a lot to get into there. We're not going to go too deep dive on Deshaun today. We have other stuff to talk about. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built, go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. But with that said, we will start with the Deshaun Watson stuff because when we last spoke on Friday on the show, we talked about some hypothetical pros and cons of uh, Deshaun Watson not being happy with what's happening in Houston and um, reportedly mulling, demanding a trade. And Well, then Chris Mortensen on Sunday morning comes over the top and says, uh, Deshaun Watson's very upset, still mulling, demanding a trade. And if he does, uh, he would consider the Miami Dolphins uh, one of his favorable destinations, according to speculation from somebody close to the Watson camp. Uh, Watson has a no-trade clause, uh, so he ultimately has a little bit more leverage in this situation, and I I think it is of note that the first name that's dangled out there is the Miami Dolphins. Why? Uh, I think the Dolphins should take it as a compliment. Uh, The Dolphins have already, courtesy of Armando Salguero of the Miami Herald, come out and said, uh, we have nothing to do with whatever's happening in Houston with Sean Watson. Uh, The quote from Salguero Uh, And his source uh, this morning was, there's nothing to see here and nothing that has to do with the Miami Dolphins. Rightfully so. This is a Houston Texans conflict. And whoever in the Watson camp is trying to attach a team to Miami, um, it's exciting to know that Deshaun Watson would consider uh, the, the, the Miami Dolphins a desirable destination piece. And I think that's the biggest takeaway from this situation right now is that Deshaun Watson, one of the NFL's top three to five quarterbacks in the, regardless of age at this point in time, views your Miami Dolphins as a or the preferred destination if he were to try to leverage his way from a situation in which he's not happy. That's cool. That's a really good place to be. And yes, some of that has to do with the fact that the Dolphins are one of like four teams in the NFL that could actually meet what would be required to get a deal done in having a young quarterback that they could send back, uh, lots of draft capital to, to trade and, and not have to wait three, four years to get a full return on investment, uh, cap space to get the job done. All those things matter in something like this. And um, the Dolphins specifically, uh, that, that's been some of the feedback that I've gotten from Dolphins fans. I put a poll out yesterday and said, you know, if the cost was, Tua, 3-18, and next year's one, would you trade him for Deshaun Watson? 55% of you said yes, 44% of you, and there's almost 9,000 votes, uh, said no, you'd rather have two in the picks. A lot of strong opinions on either side of the fence. I'm not going to tell you what what you should feel. Um, 
obviously on Friday we went through the pros and cons of what a deal would look like. But I can tell you this, this is not going away. Uh, I would expect this to kind of linger in the background for a while. Uh, the Dolphins are right to cut, to throw cold water on it because you don't want to get wrapped up into this super early in the process if it is going to be something that's strung out. Yes, I do think the Dolphins should call if it reaches that point and explore how feasible something like this would be because I personally do believe Deshaun Watson, who's only three years older than Tua, will be an upgrade over Tua. It's like the episode of Family Guy uh, when Peter Griffin wins a free boat. Well, look, Slick, we're not going to buy you a lousy timeshare, all right? Now, where's my boat? Hold on. You have a choice. You can have the boat or the mystery box. What, are you crazy? We'll take the boat. No, 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 not so fast, Lois. A boat's a boat, but the mystery box could be anything. It could even be a boat. You know how much we've wanted one of those. Then let's just... We'll take the box. We'll take the box. You gave up a boat for free tickets to a crappy comedy club. Now, what I'm not doing is comparing Tua Tagovailoa to a crappy comedy club. Uh, but there's a level of uncertainty there and an allure of what could be versus what is at this point in time. And Deshaun Watson is a top-five quarterback, and we hope Tua Tagovailoa develops into a top-five quarterback. So if the price is right, you would do yourself a disservice to not explore the price is right. There's lots of misconceptions on the cap situation and how much money it would cost the Dolphins and what kind of flexibility. I would recommend if you still have uncertainty, just go back, listen again on the month, on the Friday show from last week because we went into the cap situation in a good amount of detail. But this situation, expect it to linger. There's hard feelings in Houston. Uh, they're going to contrive it. Deshaun Watson's probably going to try and press his way out of the Houston Texans, in which case the Dolphins are one of the teams that have the best, from afar, resume to meet what Houston would want slash need to move him and feel okay about it. Me personally, no, I'm not off the Tua train, um, not out on Tua Tungvaloa. These are questions I'm getting yesterday on social media amid this poll. I'm just asking the question, because the, the, the Dolphins should be asking the question too and, and evaluating what that looks like. Is what this offseason, the early portions especially of the offseason are for. But don't say anything damning in the meantime that's going to do damage or, or be detrimental to having, again, the flexibility that you want to have throughout the course of your offseason, which is the number one goal for the Dolphins, to be as flexible as possible, maneuver as well as possible, to upgrade as many positions on the roster as possible. That could include a trade for Deshaun Watson at quarterback, or it could not. I'm cool with it either way. The NFL playoffs are here, and while the Dolphins are not qualified, it does not mean you cannot still be a winner this winter. There's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust for all of your online sports bets, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Of course, the Deshaun Watson rumors were not the only Miami Dolphins significant news that we saw over the course of the weekend. Xavier Howard has a new agent. Xavier Howard, uh, it was announced yesterday by David Cantor that he has signed Howard to serve as his agent. And, and what's interesting about this is this same report from Armando Salguero, in which they discussed uh, 
where the Dolphins currently stand on the Deshaun Watson rumor mill. Uh, also discussed Xavier Howard getting a new agent and presumably wanting a new contract. Salguero's the one that reported a couple days before Christmas. Howard wants to renegotiate his contract that was signed in 2019. And according to Salguero, a source close to Howard said, I'm quoting Salguero's piece, a source close to Howard said Sunday that Cantor told Howard his current deal was a bad one mere weeks after he signed in 2019. The agent warned Xavier Howard two years ago that the deal would not hold up over time. Well, lo and behold, now the guy who gave Xavier Howard that advice after Xavier Howard has 10 interceptions, leads the league in passes defense, allows a quarterback rating of under 50 throughout the entirety of the season, that's his agent now. And you can be sure that the writing on the wall here is that there is going to be some contract leveraging and renegotiations for Xavier Howard. And what's you know interesting, fascinating, whatever you want to call it, about this is one of the great deals of appeal to the Xavier Howard contract the first time they signed it was because it had flexibility in the long term. This was a five-year, $75 million deal. Uh, we're in year two of it already. And Xavier Howard's under contract through 2024. But the Dolphins, as far as financials go, uh, have avoided a lot of the guaranteed money that would make this deal inflexible moving forward. The Dolphins could cut Xavier Howard on March 15th and only have $6.7 million in dead cap, despite the fact that they are less than two years removed from signing a five-year $75 million deal with $39 million in guaranteed money. That's how, this is the difference. I know I've said this before. There's a difference between what Miami is doing now and what Miami did under, say, Mike Tannenbaum, in that both are capable and willing to spend money. But it's how you structure the deals and how you navigate the cap that is going to create the divide and difference between what was so problematic about how the Dolphins operated under Tannenbaum and what the Dolphins are doing under Greer. So, you know, this becomes this contract for Xavier Howard. It's very flexible for the Dolphins because all they've done is prorate the signing bonus. And the signing bonus itself was small. It was a $7 million signing bonus. And then they gave him a $7 million roster bonus for 2019 to boost the guaranteed money. And then they took some of his year's worth of contracts or of base salary, and that converts into fully guaranteed money as you go throughout the contract. Now, Cantor reportedly, according to this report from Salguero, telling Howard he signed a bad deal, uh, had a lot of foresight in what Xavier Howard would be if healthy. Uh, but the Dolphins at this time of signing the deal, Howard was coming off a season in which he had off-season knee surgery. He missed the final four games of 2018. He'd had knee injury, knee issues in three his first three seasons in the NFL. Howard really didn't have a lot of leverage. Well, Howard has leverage now. Howard absolutely has all the leverage in the world to come back to Miami and say, listen, I want to be here. You guys clearly want me to be here because you signed me to a five-year extension, but you guys are paying Byron Jones all this money, and I am sitting behind Byron Jones as far as what I am getting paid. I would like to be paid as what I am worth, which is 
perceivably one of the top blank cornerbacks in the NFL. If Cantor and Howard aim and align to say, we are a top one cornerback in the NFL, you are talking about a contract that is worth over $20 million per season. Xavier Howard right now, his annual average salary averages about 75% of that $15 million and change. The Dolphins in 2021 will owe Xavier Howard $12,100,000 in new cash. His cap hit is that $12,100,000 in new cash, a workout bonus of $25,000, and $12,075,000 in base salary, plus a $1,400,000 prorated portion of their signing bonus. In 2022, the Dolphins will owe under $13 million in new cash, half of that being fully guaranteed for injuries, assuming he's on the roster. If he's on a different roster, hypothetically, that team would then have to eat that guaranteed money because it's a part of his base salary for the 2022 season. 2023, $12 million in new cash. 2024, $12.25 12 million in new cash. So... Jalen Ramsey's getting 12 mil or 20 million a season on average. Xavier Howard is getting 15 mil a season on average, and it's actually lower than that now because the Dolphins front loaded his guaranteed money with a $7 million roster bonus and buried it into year one of the contract again. So there's more long term cap flexibility in case, heaven forbid, something goes wrong with Xavier Howard's knees or he gets hurt some other way or his play drops off a cliff. So where this gets tricky is if you renegotiate this contract, you are no longer going to have as much flexibility. Just looking over Jalen Ramsey's contract, Jalen Ramsey got $26 million this year. He got a $25 million signing bonus, a base salary of just under a million dollars or just over a million dollars. But you can give him a base salary of just over a million because his signing bonus that he got up front when he signed on the dotted line was $25 million. The Rams prorated that $25 million signing bonus over the course of a five-season stretch. So he has a base salary and a prorated fifth of the signing bonus for each of the next five years. 2021, Jalen Ramsey is getting $17.5 million. 2022, 15. 2023, 17. 2024, 18 and a half. 2025, 19 and a half. So compare and contrast that to what Xavier Howard's getting, and Xavier Howard's saying, well, wait a minute. I had 10 picks this year. I led the league in PBUs. Best corner in the league, arguably defensive player of the year. He ain't even getting paid as much as Byron Jones, let, let alone getting paid what Jalen Ramsey's getting paid. Zavian has the right to go pursue this contract. He absolutely does. He's earned it with his play on the field. But the Dolphins, as with everything else, you have to kind of vet, okay, you know, where where do we want to put our foot down if we want to put our foot down? Where do we want to say how much is too much? From an annual average salary perspective, Zavian Howard is sixth in the NFL right now behind Byron Jones whose average is 16 and a half. And remember, Xavier, from this point onward, is looking at 12. So you're talking about a $5 million raise at least from here. 
to get him above Byron Jones. That would that would also put him above Darius Slay and into the top four, along with Jalen Ramsey, Marlon Humphrey, and Tredavious White. How much of that is new guarantees? Do they structure this as kind of like a rollover, which is how uh, a good example of this is the Deshaun Watson contract, ironically enough, because I've been buried my nose in this contract for the course of all weekend long. Uh, Deshaun Watson's contract, well, people th- look at and point to you know the guarantees in that, uh, but the guarantees in his contract come from on the third day or whatever day of the Lee calendar the year before, the next year's salary becomes fully guaranteed. So it's it kind of turns into club option, club option, club option, club option. The Dolphins could do something like that, and then you can pay Xavier Howard the big money he's worth and not have to worry about long-term ramifications of losing flexibility. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. So whether you're looking for a healthy snack a breakfast on the go, something post-workout, or just like delicious things, Built Bar can fill the void for you. And best of all, Built Bar doesn't just taste good, it blows the nutritional facts of your typical protein bar out of the water. It's got 200 calories per bar or less, up to 20 grams of protein per bar, 18 delicious flavors to choose from, and one-seventh the grams of carbs and sugar of your typical protein bar. So if you're looking for a change-up in your diet, visit BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON, and you can save 20% off your next order of Built Bar. That's BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKEDON, to save 20% and find out what all the fuss is about for yourself. We have some breaking news this morning. Uh, It's 9.45. And the Miami Dolphins are going to be coaching in the 2021 Reese's Senior Bowl. After all, well, you guys remember, but a couple couple weeks ago, uh, I had published a story. I think it was last week, actually. Published a story. Don't sleep on this potential opportunity for the Dolphins this offseason from an NFL draft perspective. Citing the Dolphins owning the number three pick and the opportunity to potentially coach in the Reese's Senior Bowl. Well, it was a speculative article. Somebody read it and said, oh, the Dolphins are coaching in the Senior Bowl. Jim Nagy said, no, that's not true. The Dolphins aren't picking 18th in the order to get to the Senior Bowl. Well, Jim Nagy has now come out and the Senior Bowl is announced and the Dolphins have confirmed they are coaching in the 2021 Reese's Senior Bowl after all. So all of that hubbub about Oh, they're eligible. Wait, no, they're not. It's not happening. Yes, it is. This is a major dub. This is a major dub. The Dolphins have more dubs this weekend than Minka Fitzpatrick does. Because Miami being able to work hands-on with four top 50 selections in the 2021 NFL Draft at the Reese's Senior Bowl in this off-season climate. We don't know if there's going to be a scouting combine. Some of these guys we haven't seen play football for over the course of the past 12 months. And we're going to get a chance as the Miami Dolphins to have our coaching staff on the ground in mass working with a full roster's worth of college prospects for a week's worth of practices hands-on working with them on the field. Major dub for the Miami Dolphins. This is a big boost. I've talked about this on Draft Dudes, I've talked about this on Dolphins Wire, but kind of the unknown dynamics of this offseason 
and some of these prospects is going to create this weird vacuum of teams that want to buy and teams that want to sell. And there's going to be teams that are going to be super conservative. The Dolphins, having that extra touch point, will have more opportunities to have clarity on who the players are that respond to their coaching and are going to be able to fulfill their vision of who they can be as football players because they will be hands-on in Mobile. And because we don't know if we're going to get a scouting combine, because there was an abbreviated season, you usually see this big drop-off and fall-off of prospects that drop out of the game the week before the game. Well, I want to work on my combine prep. Nah, forget that. Not this year. Anybody and everybody who's eligible and has accepted an invitation to participate in the game should be here in full force because opportunities to make strong impressions on the NFL are fewer and more far between than they have ever been because of the COVID-19 pandemic. So I'm finding this out in real time, and you could probably tell because my energy has changed and I'm talking a little bit faster and I'm pretty animated. And I'm actually up walking around in my office right now, pacing back and forth, talking about this. Don't undersell this for the Dolphins because you could poo-poo the NFL combine all you want pro days and oh it's guys running around in underwear this is football this is guys putting on pads going to practice for a few days of the week engaging in practice popping pads with one another learning techniques learning fundamentals the Dolphins will have a chance to get players into an environment with pro coaching that they've never been in before and work hands-on with them for a week Major, major dub. What a great way to wrap up this Monday episode of Locked On Dolphins. We had some other stuff we were hoping to get to, wanted to talk about. Pittsburgh Steelers losing. You hate to see it. Steelers, of course, sitting their starters against Cleveland in Week 17 and what ultimately uh, was one of the variables, Dolphins losing their own game against Buffalo being the biggest, that cost Miami a chance at the playoffs. Wanted to talk about how just how unlucky the Dolphins are the f- the most unlucky team in the AFC in the wild card history. We can talk about that later this week as well. Lots to look forward to by the numbers. We still got to go through our defensive uh, punch list for areas of improvement, evaluating the roster. Got to get into some senior bowl stuff because that's right around the corner. Hit subscribe, keep it locked in, right here on Locked On Dolphins, your team every day. We don't just say it, we live it. You're on the Locked On Network. Kyle Krabs, thanks as always for listening. Keep it locked in right here on Locked On Dolphins. I'll talk with you guys tomorrow for Power to the Pot.